From the headquarters of Griggs Systems Incorporated and on-site location, this is the Smarter Building Solutions podcast powered by Griggs Systems. Our show highlights exclusive interviews with industry-leading architects, designers, contractors, manufacturers, and thought leaders who construct our communities and the national infrastructure that connects all of us. Our sustainable and innovative material applications are essential in some of the most iconic building projects in the country, as well as your city and community. The podcast illuminates the challenges, breakthroughs, and proven building material solutions brought to industries, organizations, and communities. For our guest today, we're honored and uh, and happy to talk with David Killian, Vice President of Northclad. Northclad specializes in spectacular exterior wall cladding systems designed to increase your building's performance. Northclad collaborates with architects, developers, and install solar partners to create even the most complicated projects. You can visit their showroom and discover how your product can be fabricated on the state-of-the-art equipment with industry-leading tolerances. For more information, feel free to visit their website at northclad.com. Hello, David. Welcome to uh, the Smarter Building Solutions podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Hello, Tom. Thank you. (laughs) Excellent. Dave, you know, we've talked in the the green room and even in our pre-show, we'll call it a pre-game show, about uh, how the importance of asking, you know, what is it that your client is looking for, rather than saying, here's some canned approaches or here's some typical approaches we work with. Why, share with us why that, you know, telling you, you know, what they're looking for and what do they want is really important to the process. The capabilities of what we're able to produce are so broad that instead of asking us what we can do, that can be a really open-ended question. So knowing what you want and what you want it to look like, then we can kind of work backwards into how we're going to actually put that on the wall. So start with what you want, and then we'll work our way in from there in terms of capability and sizes of available materials, budget constraints are always a consideration. Uh, weights of materials, wind loads, other elements of the facade that are going to pull into it. But start with what you want to want it to look like, and let's see how close we can get to that. Yeah, I talked earlier about the constraints, and that's part of the constraints. Is uh, uh, how about the the, uh, the standard to custom? I like that when you talked about standard. It, you can take something that's standard and, and turn it into a custom product in the end how do you go about that or what's the process we we have a lot of different standardized systems and when i say standard uh, standard doesn't mean that it's always exactly the same for for most all of our cladding products you select the x and the y dimension so the height and the width of the panel and then we manufacture it specifically for your job but the way that those all detail for each system, there's a standard detailing method for the way that we make those, and you control the X and Y dimension. And then on top of that, you can add all sorts of different elements to a standard system. So if you can take a standard system, so you don't have to figure out any of the detailing on how to connect it to the wall, mm-hmm. which is a big part of the, of the game in the cladding industry. And then the front of the facade, you can do different things with. So you can change the depth, you can uh, adjust angles of panels, you can emboss panels, you can perforate panels. Uh, There's all sorts of different things you can do to 
panels that can give it a really unique look, shapes, colors. Um, so if you start with the base standard system, that kind of takes away all the detailing and the rest of it is just the fun stuff. I like how you say the fun stuff. Uh, another thing you said that I thought was interesting is that you're kind of, it's a, a moving target. Explain a little bit about that, you know, moving target uh, description. I'm not sure how, how I used the, the moving target. It, it, it was a project, you know, how is it, 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 it always, it's shifted. Nothing is ever the same. And then how do you keep adjusting? Is it just something you're prepared to do that, that you know, there's always going to be adjustments involved in the process? Every project's a little bit different. So you really have to approach them uh, from a new perspective each time by, by having a, a blank slate. And there's different variables that are important and not important in any, any individual project. So really understanding what the building is and how it's going to be used, knowing how the building's going to be used makes a big difference too, because there's certain things where it makes a lot of sense to spend money um, where the facade directly interacts with people and people contact the facade, uh, or if it's up off the ground, you, know, you approach it all differently. So knowing, knowing what, what a designer wants, what an owner wants, how it's going to be used are important um, in, in picking and helping design the best facade. Talk a little bit about the manufacturing of uh, the Northclad product. Well, there's there's dozens of different paths through the through the shop on how anything is made. Okay. Uh, and depending on what we're actually manufacturing, there's a different route through it. And even for every product, there might be more than one route through it. So, um, the the challenge for us is finding the most efficient route get through our shop and what makes the most sense sense for us to do. And you've been working for the, for North, North Clyde for how long? I've been, with North, I've been with North Clyde uh, for over 13 years now. I'm in my 14th year at the company. Well, how was it since uh, the inception of it? How much has changed? I'm sure there's a lot, but can you kind of summarize the changes from beginning from when you started to where you are now. Well, Northland was developed by North Shore Exteriors, and the company was buying architectural metal panel systems from other manufacturers around the country and got tired of delays and not having exactly how we wanted it. So we decided to get a little bit more vertically integrated, and the shop mm -hmm. went from 8,000 square feet to now. The shop investment went from maybe $100,000 worth of old dirty brakes um, and finger-bending machines to literally $10 million worth of manufacturing. So it's been a big jump over a period of time. So, but when Northclad first started, it was really more of a design of the panel systems. And the equipment was kind of in place um, to get going. And when we started Northclad to sell to other people, other than North Shore Exteriors, there was only one employee. I was, I was the project manager. I was the project engineer. I would go on the floor and handwrite the uh, packing slips for the, <laughs> for the crates. But it's, it's changed quite a bit since then. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's developed into a real legitimate business where I, 
our shipping and receiving and packing organization is, is top level. Uh, the, the project managers, the managers that we have working for us are all extremely talented. We have um, several project engineers, very, very talented people who are helping lay out building projects, uh, sales team and estimating team. So it's, it's grown a lot. Excellent. You're listening to the Smarter Building Solutions podcast powered by Greg Systems. We're talking today with David Killian, Vice President of NorthClad. For more information, you can visit northclad.com. Again, northclad.com. David, if you're at liberty to share with us some uh, recent projects that you're you're working on. You don't have to name names, of course, unless you, you're, you're at liberty to do so, but we'd love to hear some of the projects you're working on. Well, there's... there's several projects that kind of stick out in my head. Um, the ones that, the ones over the years that I remember the, the most are there's a project in Honolulu um, that Architects Hawaii Limited, it was their project. And the first time I spoke to the pro, spoke to them about this project was probably, it was, it was a long time ago, five years ago. And they explained to me this design that they wanted to do that that involved extruded copper bar, quarter inch thick, three inches wide, and then imported copper metal perforated on the screen. I thought that's the most expensive um, facade I've ever heard of. And there's no way this is going on the wall, but it's on the wall now and it's absolutely gorgeous. And it was fun to watch that project. It took like over probably over five years from the first time we talked about it, the time we actually um, but. That's one that really sticks out in my mind. It was fun to be a part of that. Yeah. How often is a, a project idea go from, wow, that's going to be really challenging, to where you actually see it and go, wow, that, it, it's, it's real. Obviously, you just shared one, but is that a frequent uh, uh, occurrence? There, there's a lot that don't make it all the way to the end. But the, to be honest, the, the ones that we have a chance to get involved with early and try to keep the reins on it so it can meet all the uh, shareholders' needs or that they have a lot more likelihood of actually making it on the side. There's, there's another project that was a Whole Foods that was 70,000 square feet of this really neat perforated design mm-hmm. that, um, that was designed to look like the wind. And the original concept design um, had hundreds of different panel sizes and shapes. And working with the architect from very early on, we were able to reduce the number of different panel sizes down to I think 40 or 50 panel sizes, but still deliver the, the visual concept that they were looking for. And then we were also able to take the system that they're using and kind of stick it into one of our more standard systems simplify the details. So the way that it actually connected to the structure became incredibly simple. But the visual appearance of the facade is extraordinary. Hmm. So that was another really fun one. Yeah, how often do projects move on to another project with the same company just because they like it as your work? Or is it some, uh, often a unique standalone project that uh, you work with? There's definitely architects that we've worked with multiple times over the years. There's installers 
we, we prefer to work with the same people over and over again. Not that we're, we're certainly not a closed group. We're open mm -hmm. to um, working with new people all the time too, but it's, um, it's obviously easier when you develop a relationship with a designer or an installer and learn how to communicate with one another and, and just kind of get to the brass tacks of getting the project done. How about the budgets? It, does it often exceed or meet budget when, uh, when a client approaches you uh, of a cladding system? You know, very often we're not, we're not filled in with what the budget is. And we're just talking about options of things that can be done. And um, it's nice to really have a little bit more of a framework as to what the budget in, is in so we can speak to those things that um, fall within that budget. When it comes to being creative, the possibilities are unlimited, but there's there's certain elements when you cross over them in manufacturing that start to have a significant price impact. So knowing how important something is to the design and the relationship to that and the impact on the price, the more the more that we know, the better we can get a designer closer to where they're trying to go within the budget that they have to work with. Yeah. How about the customization? How often does, uh, when you do ask them, you know, what it is that you want, how often does it, they tell you what it is they want and it actually becomes something different or completely different or maybe even closer to exactly what they want? It, I feel like it's always kind of changing. And the other element of it is a lot of times people won't know exactly what they want. They'll have a general concept of what they want or what they think they want, but seeing it translate from a flat screen to a live piece of a facade are two different elements as well. Um, there's so many tools out there to help architects and designers draw these really creative elements on a facade. But when it comes down to what you can actually manufacture and the realities of that, you know, those, there sometimes can be a, a little bit of a disconnect in that, but the, it's also an opportunity to try to connect it as close together as possible. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that connection is how, how more important are relationships in this business for you? And not just um, the design. The relationships between the design and the connection or in between the people? Pretty much all, everyone, everyone that you're working with. How important is that? Or if you can put a number well, on Well, it. Open, open communication is ex extremely important in trying to get an idea out of a designer's head into, um, onto a piece of metal. And the... Like I was saying earlier, the way that something appears on a flat screen is going to look completely different on a, a live piece of metal. And the way the way um, different things look in, in different light, uh, shadows, uh, elevations on a building is all very different than it is when you see it on the mm. screen. I remember spending an afternoon with an architect when and select a whole sizing of a perforation pattern. They're trying to select the shape of a perforation pattern. 
So we'll come up to the come up to the shop, and I'll get out a whole variety of different things that we have around of different patterns, and we put them out in the parking lot. We put some in the shade, we put some in the sun, we put some up high, we put some on ground level, and we stood at different distances and looked at them, and we moved them around. And something that would look one way in a light would look a different way in a different light. Hmm. So it's kind of, you're dealing with a live, you know, element, even though I know it's not alive, but so it's going to look different, definitely different than it's going to look on a computer monitor. (laughs) Yeah. How do you come close to replicating what it's actually going to be, um, you know, on the, on the computer or or do you have any models that you can put together prior to, you know, presenting to them, Hey, here's how we think we're going to roll out with this. Well, we, we do enjoy um, making mock-ups and looking at real colors, real sizes, real shapes, and putting those in some type of scale to see how they're going to translate on the actual facade. That's always your best bet is to, to take a harder look as you can as what you're actually going to be doing. Um, the project that I was talking about that was designed to look like the wind we made a, you know, it was like a 12 by 12 foot mock-up, flew it to Hawaii, uh, painted it the color that they wanted. And then the general contractor got a crane and lifted it 80 feet up in the air for the people to walk across the street and look at what it would look like wow. on the actual parking facade. They said, that's it. That's what we want. Yeah. So. So we knew, and not not every uh, not everybody has the budget to do something like that. Sure, that certainly gets you a lot closer to. <laughs> I love that. You're listening to the Smarter Building Solutions podcast, powered by Grig Systems. We're talking today with David Killian, Vice President of Northclad. Our uh, public service announcement for today is going to the Wounded Warrior Project, and uh, you can find the Wounded Warrior Project at support at woundedwarriorproject.org or woundedwarriorproject.org. What they're about is uh, they're committing to helping uh, veterans and uh, those who've who've, uh, had a mission and they've had to transition to civilian life, and that's uh, quite a journey. And for every warrior family and family member, that journey looks different. They're here to provide the first step and each step that follows because they believe that every warrior should have a positive future to look forward to. There's always another goal to achieve, another mission to discover. And the Wounded Warrior Project is a partner in that mission. And again, you can find them at woundedwarriorproject.org. As I said, we're talking today with David Killing, Vice President of Northclad, northclad.com. David, with uh, business and uh, constantly evolving, the expectations for results and outcomes evolve as well. What's changed in your experience say the last two three years Um, well obviously covid changed everything (laughs) in the way that we communicated um, with each other to share ideas and to uh, yeah sharing ideas and the way that we meet with architects as a manufacturer that's evolved and some of it's been positive, some of it's been negative. The, the negatives are we don't get to actually sit down and see each other as mm-hmm. much as we used to, although that's changing. 
positives are we can have a pretty quick meeting and um, with the video technology and sharing screens, instead of describing things to each other on the phone like we used to before we would set up the meeting, we actually just show each other. We might not actually need the meeting because we're able to show one another yeah. on the screen what, what we're trying to do. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's not, I don't think you should try that, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and move forward. So that's been a change just, you know, since COVID the, on a little bit longer scale, as we were talking earlier, the, the energy code evolving and the fire code, the fire code being more adhered to are things that are probably positive, but also different changes within the cladding industry. What, uh, in your experience, if, if you look back from when you began to now, did you foresee these kinds of changes even when you first started, not just from uh, North Cloud, but from the industry itself? Uh, I think the cladding industry, like many industries, is constantly evolving, and um, you have to be ready for change over time. It's just a re- reality of life. So, uh, I guess I didn't foresee it, but mm-hmm. certainly not surprised by it. I love that. You're not surprised by it. We'll talk again about the, um, we'll touch around like, what is a sustainability obviously is more than just a buzzword. It's just part of every project. What's it mean to you, if you don't mind personally or even professionally that, you know, the sustainability of the material of your clients projects and that what, what does that mean to you? We're pretty fortunate where, vast majority of our offerings are solid metals that are 100% mainstream recyclable, where they can actually be hmm. recycled. Um, when you get into some of the materials that are combined with other materials, those are technically recyclable, but it's not something you could almost throw in the bin in front of your house. Hmm. And when we deal with solid aluminum systems, those are truly 100% recyclable, be able to made out of recyclable metals as well, as, as much as there are available to make them. Okay. What I wanted to uh, complete, David, is is if there's anything that you'd like to share that we haven't touched on that you think is important for you and Northclad. Um, I can't remember if I talked about the company history. Or yeah. Go ahead and share that. Okay. You know, the history of the, 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 the Northclad. Right, so Northclad is a company was started in 1986 as North Shore Exteriors, and it was a uh, Dan Meyer was working as a union cheap metal worker and started doing flashings on the side out of his garage, and um, it the, the the business took off quite rapidly, and he ended up um, offering a fellow that he had knew from his church to come to work with him who specializes in contracting. And the two of them kind of started out on this business and at the beginning of the business, uh, you pick up metals and everything like that. Their, their wives would drive around and grab all this stuff. So they were technically were never employees of the company, but were some of the very first workers. If fast forward almost 30 years when we have a, a manager's meeting, um, and 
one of the, the founders wives um, stood up and talked about how they were the very first employees of, yeah. of the company, but the company has evolved from being out of a garage, making flashings to owning millions of dollars of state-of-the-art CNC equipment and supplying panels from Guam to New York to Nome, <laughs> uh, down into the deep regions of Southern California. So it's, it's, been, it's been a fun uh, journey along the way, and it's been neat to watch everything develop and go from a very, very small business to uh, uh, a decent-sized manufacturer selling around the country. Awesome. Uh, David, it's been an honor and pleasure having you here today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Our guest today has been David Killian, Vice President of NorthClad. NorthClad specializes in spectacular exterior wall cladding systems designed to increase buildings' performance. They collaborate with architects, developers, and installer partners to create even the most complicated projects. You can visit their showroom and discover how your product can be fabricated on state-of-the-art equipment with industry-leading tolerances. For more information, feel free to visit NorthClad.com. You've been listening to the Smarter Building Solutions Podcast, powered by Grig Systems. Our show highlights exclusive interviews with industry-leading architects, designers, contractors, manufacturers, and thought leaders who construct our communities and the national infrastructure that connects all of us. Our sustainable and innovative material applications are essential in some of the most iconic building projects in the country, as well as your city and community. The podcast eliminates the challenges, breakthroughs, and proven building material solutions brought to industries, organizations, and communities. We look forward to you joining us again next time. I'm Tom Dior.